With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere and welcome in to the latest, hottest edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and back. He's an honest man now. Danny G Radio. <laughs> and Danny, uh, we this cheap piece of titanium means I'm never going to cheat again. Uh, that means you can't look at any other women. Uh, that means you can't watch porn anymore. Don't. It's all over now, Danny. Uh, congratulations. We will have in-depth team coverage <laughs> on the fifth hour. We will span from California to Oceania. With our in-depth team coverage, every morsel. People are dying to know, Danny. Did you have any cold feet at the last minute? Did you run for the hills of Hawaii? Did you try to swim out into the Pacific Ocean to get away from the wedding? And we will answer all of those burning questions as only we can here on the Saturday edition, right? So this is today. You know what today is, Danny, right? You know what today is. Yeah, time to slide back into the penny costume. That's right. All right. Strike up the band. Here we go. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller Mayhem? It's time now. The Benny versus the Penny. All right. Now, before we get to week 13 in the NFL, let's take a look back to week 12. And it was awkward, Danny, without you the last couple weeks. We've had, we had Alex. He did a great job. Uh, but uh, Alex is more into anime than football. 
And uh, and so that uh, you know that's his his Michigas. He loves the anime. If we had like an anime pick him, that would have been been really good. But he handled it well. He was a professional. Kept his head down. Kept going. So in week twelve, which was the Thanksgiving festivities, uh, I had a, a middling week. I did not have a great week. I did not lose. There were sixteen games. I went eight and eight against the spread. So it really depends if you pick the, the right games, you're pretty happy with me. Pick the wrong games, you don't like me. And I lost several heartbreaking games. The Ravens were in control against Jacksonville. They took it on the chin. I'd go down the list of the bad beats because there were tons. Uh, I, I think there were three, possibly four games that were in the bag. And then in the late stages of the fourth quarter, it went the opposite way. I mean, that happens. That's why we call it gambling. And I also won a couple of games I shouldn't have won. So it, I don't think it evened out. I should have probably had a 10, 10 and six type week, but ended up eight and eight, but still a 500. And the penny shockingly also went eight and eight, Danny. So we, we had the same exact record. And that I don't, I think that happened in week one, I believe. Uh, yeah, week one, uh, I'm looking at the notes I, I wrote down here, 10 and 6 and 10 and 6 in week one. So we're 8 and 8 this week, and I have not, a knock on wood, had a losing week since week two. Since week two, have not had a losing week. Overall, Benny versus the Penny. If you look at the Chiron, the graphics on the fifth hour here, you see the the screen, if you look at the screen here, uh, you see that I have 106 wins, 69 losses, and five ties. That's a 606 winning percentage. The penny, 86, 94, and three. So uh, under 500, a 478 winning percentage. The penny has not been above 500 since all the way back in week number six. So it's been. It's been a while. Will this be the week for the penny? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> please, please tell me that last week you did not take your boy Geno Smith over Josh Jacobs. Uh, no, no, I had the Raiders actually. I did. I oh, did nice. have the Raiders, so right. I did did go that direction. Anyway, let's get to it. Here we go. Now, no, we're not going to talk about Kyler Murray, Alligator Arms Murray, or the Carolina Panthers because they are not playing. So they're the two teams that are on the bye. And if you're new to the show and you're saying, what the hell is this? I don't understand. It is very simple. Very simple. I moonlight handicapping games. It's something I've done for a long time. I like it, like crunching the numbers and seeing what has happened, trying to project the forecast and what's going to happen. It's man versus inanimate object representing the penny because the penny does not speak is the great Danny G as we've gone through here. And who can pick more winners? The the home team is heads. The road team is tails because you travel on your tail, sit on your tuchus uh, via planes, trains, and automobiles. And so here we go. Early games. New York Jets at the Minnesota Vikings. And the Jets come in 7-4. and four. Minnesota 9-2 and two. overall. It's on CBS with Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. Now the Vikings opened – a three-point favorite. The line has stayed flat. Minnesota with the bounce back last week, and they beat the Patriots, even though New England had a very successful day offensively. But the Vikings bounced back after that debacle 
the previous week and the money, uh, a big lean, almost 70% on the Jets. Temperatures outside in Minnesota will be in the 30s, but weather controlled at U.S. Bank Stadium, climate controlled. And I want to take the Jets in this game. Now, I'm not completely sold on Mike White. He's got that generic name, but so far he's had a dynamic game. Uh, and the reason why I like the Jets, though, he's he's just been what the doctor ordered. Anybody but Zach Wilson. You wonder how much of this last week was because the Bears played a bunch of backups and guys that should be div- delivering sandwiches on, on defense. Minnesota is an upgrade, but I'm not sure they're that huge an upgrade, even though they've got the sexy nine and two record. The Vikings have, have won, by my account, four games that they could have, should have, would have lost. So it's much different if the Vikings are sitting here with five or six wins as opposed to nine wins. And the Vikings have a couple of starters injured on defense and the Purple People Eaters are ranked 31st in total defense. So everyone's putting up big yardage against the Minnesota defense despite the nine wins. Over the last month, the Viking defense ranked 32nd. And I love the matchup of Sauce Gardner as he's going to shadow box Justin Jefferson, the star receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. The Jets have a better defense. They have a top-five defense and a quarterback who is not going to F things up I'm taking the Jets as a small underdog. Jets 30 and the Vikings 28 and the Penny Picks. Right off the bat, the Penny going against you, taking the Vikings. All right, the Vikings is the pick. We move on now to Baltimore. Panic City, that would be Denver. Three and eight at Baltimore, seven and four. It's on CBS with Kevin Harlan. And Trent Green on the call. The Ravens opened up a a big six-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. And let me get the freshest line here. Yeah, I got to click refresh on this to see the the latest line. And it has stayed all the way up at eight. So an eight-point line in favor of the Ravens. As most everyone is betting on Baltimore, they think that this is free money on the Ravens, and there's no way that the Broncos can compete here at M&T Bank Stadium, the house that sports with Coleman Bill. It's cloudy, 52 degrees at kickoff. Now, Lamar Jackson's Ravens. You look at all the wins they've piled up with Lamar, but from a gambling standpoint, they haven't been particularly great at home, and certainly not as a home favorite. Lamar Jackson, 7-15 and 15 against the spread as a home favorite of three and a half or more, not counting week one. And recently, the Ravens are 0-4-1 against the spread at home. That's this season. They're 4-2 against the spread on the road. They did lose last week in that late loss to Jacksonville. Uh, and then you look at the other side. Russell Wilson, much of this he built in Seattle. But Russ, as an underdog in his career, 28-14 and against the spread. I'm going to do the unthinkable, the unimaginable. I'm going to dig a hole and bunker down with the Broncos getting eight points. Russell Wilson has guided a historically bad Bronco offense. They're the worst offense in football, but the defense has held its own. And so I'm really I'm, I'm playing my confidence game. It's worth pondering the Bronco defense 
because the Ravens have their own issues. They blew the lead against a very blah Jacksonville team. The value is on the side of the of Denver because Lamar Jackson, I can give you all kinds of numbers here, but he has not played well. This is supposed to be a money grab season. It hasn't happened. But the main reason to, to have a little more faith in Denver is the left tackle of the, the Ravens has hobbled. Ronnie Stanley's got a bad ankle. And at the time we are recording Benny versus the Penny, it looks like he's not going to play. Uh, and if he does play, how effective will he be? So a lot of juggling on that offensive line here. Baltimore has been so dependent on Justin Tucker field goals. I don't doubt that, that the Ravens will, will win this particular game, but I don't trust that the touchdowns are going to be there for Lamar Jackson and, and the Broncos. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and upsell their, their offense with nuggets of wisdom. Cause there aren't many, uh, they're, they're bad. Uh, they're, they're in quicksand, but I'll, t- anytime you get over a touchdown, you got to take it. So I'll take the, Broncos plus the eight Ravens, 23 and the Broncos 17, the final. And it looks like the penny also wishes it was invited to Wilson's birthday party going with the Broncos. (laughs) Uh, I don't understand who invites the entire staff to their birthday party. Isn't that a little weird? I don't know. Your unlimited birthday seating. I mean, we have parties. We're going to have a Christmas party. I guess a, a ugly sweater party coming up. Uh, I'll wear the Hanukkah thing, but like, we don't invite everyone at my work or my wife's work. We invite people that we we like and people that were around, and you know, usually people we've known for a while. That's usually how it works. I thought. I, I don't know. It's, it's odd. I don't know. Whoever's not there automatically hates you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and there's some people I stopped inviting because I'd invite them every year and they never showed up. And so I said, all right, they don't want to come. They, uh, rather than have them say they don't want to make it or make some bullshit excuse up why they can't go, I'll just not invite them. Uh, and then they don't have to do it. All right. Next up, Pittsburgh, four and seven. And Atlanta Falcons at five and seven is on CBS with Andrew Catalan and James Lofton, the Game open to pick them. Falcons, a one-point favorite at home. The Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, the place that Jerome Jurenovich will likely be in attendance. Our old friend Jerome, Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, lives in, in suburban Atlanta. He's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I got to think he'll be there at this game. I haven't texted him, but I'm assuming he's going to be there. And most people betting on Pittsburgh, and I can give you numbers on this, but I'm going to take the Steelers here. I'm going to take the Steelers in this game. And I actually like Pittsburgh a lot. The logic behind this pick, let me explain why I'm going with the Pittsburgh football team. The Steelers have found a little something in the last month or so. TJ Watt has come back. The defense has been wonderful. Pittsburgh, overall, they rank 25th in total defense. But the last month, they're a top 10 defense in the NFL and that recipe that Mike Tomlin has been cooking up, I'm giving it the chef's kiss here because you've got defense, the ability to run the ball, and error-free football in big moments from Kenny Pickett. You don't lose a lot. That's a sweet pill to swallow. You don't lose a lot with that, and that's been the way it's gone here lately for 
Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett's got three straight games with no turnovers. And now he goes against a whipped cream soft Atlanta defense. You got Pittsburgh, who's top 10 in rushing yards per carry. The Falcons are a one-trick pony. They can run the ball, but Pittsburgh's been pretty good against the run over the last month. The Steelers are sixth in run defense. They're fourth over the last month. So everything, every indicator we look at says Pittsburgh, 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 the Yinzers. So Yinzers, 24, and the Falcons, 20, the final, and the penny. And my penny is still on island time, Ben, going with Marcus Mariota and the Falcons. Okay, bad pick by the penny, but I'll take it. I'll take that. That's a win for me. Uh, next up, as we grind on on Benny versus the penny, another game that I have a strong opinion on. We pick every game. Some games I like more than others. Tennessee seven and four at Philadelphia ten and one. It's on Fox with Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson. This is the big game on Fox in the early television window and. Philadelphia has been a whole different beast this season with that 10 and one record. Only one hiccup along the way. The Eagles opened a six and a half point favorite. They are favored by five. The Titans getting most of the money and sunny. No really bad weather. It's going to be fine. Sunny with temperatures in the forties at Lincoln financial field. And I love the Titans. This was one of my strong plays this week, and here's why. You remember the Washington Commanders when they were able to win against Philadelphia? How did they do that? They won that with a power running game and a defense that was able to make some plays to stop the run. Those are the same ingredients that Tennessee brings to the table. Mike Vrabel's coming off a loss. Do you like the Titans a little more coming off a loss? Vrabel 21 and seven against the spread as an underdog of three or more points. And you, you look at everything, every indicator, the Eagles that great record, but the defense is showing some signs of cracking. The birds are ranked second overall, but last three weeks, they've been in the middle of the pack defensively. They've actually, they're number 16 behind the Cardinals and the Falcons over the last month. And this is a value pick. Because you get the Titan power running game against an injured, mangled Eagle defense, signing guys like Ndamukong Sue off their lazy boy chairs. And Philadelphia also without their strong safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's dinged up. So Tennessee can slow the run with a solid D. They will do that, and they will be able to run the ball against the Bird Brains. Titans upset City. Loss number two, scrub down the birds. Titans 27, Eagles 24, the final. And I think you both are the bird brains. Penny also going with the Titans. Uh, You watch out, Danny, uh, because the uh, smack in the face from the Titans to the Eagles. Huge. Huge. Uh, Next up, Jacksonville 4-7 at Detroit 4-7 on Fox. Our friend, part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, Chris Myers and Robert Smith, they have the call from Ford Field. This game opened Lions by one. It is a pick 'em. 
Most people betting on Jacksonville. Cloudy in the 30s in Detroit, but inside Ford Field, it's all good. It's all good in the neighborhood. So I'm going to take the Lions in this game, and here's why. We're talking, uh, you know, you're talking about a matchup of two even teams, same record, but we, we like the Detroit side mainly because of Aiden Hutchinson, who we've been hyping this guy up, and he's been wonderful, especially for for gamblers, uh, grabs your attention. The Lions are roaring on that side of the ball. They had a shot against Buffalo on Thanksgiving to win that game. So it's a mini buy. They've got a little extra time coming into this game. Statistically, they were terrible early in the season, but another one of these teams over the last month, they have been click-a-licking. The run defense is a concern, but Jacksonville, they're not a heavy run team. They haven't been that over the year this season. And uh, Trevor Etienne is supposed to come back. How effective will he be? Trevor Lawrence has stacked three good games in a row rather quietly. Six touchdowns, a passer rating of 116. He's averaging almost nine yards per attempt over the last month. That's really good. But he goes against the Motor City Kitties here. I'm going to stand with them. Uh, and I also like the Lions to be able to move the ball. They're the better team here, talent-wise, with Jamal Williams, the power back, Amon Ross St. Brown as playmakers for Jared Goff. This will be nip and tuck. The only red flag here, the Lions offensive line dealing with the creeping crud, and they could be without two starters, which obviously scares you a lot with backups playing and you don't want to get rickrolled by the backups. But I will take the Lions in a pick 24, Jags 23, the final. And the penny going the other direction, taking the Jags. All right, disagreement on that. We press on on Benny versus the penny. Don't forget, on the Saturday podcast, we cut the cheese with Danny G. All wedding coverage. I'll have other, we'll have other nonsense, but it's uh, all we can get to. Insider information. Global exclusives. Coaster ride of a wedding that you had, Danny. They do call the road to Hana the road to divorce. <laughs> all right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Next up, Washington, 7-5 at the New York Football Giants. 7-4. It's on Fox with Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma, a home game for Kenny, who lives in the New York area. He gets to call a game at home. I'm going to take the commanders in this game. Now, Washington's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They opened as a pick Most people are betting on the Giants. It'll be in the 40s at MetLife Stadium. Washington's found a little pixie dust with Taylor Heineke, who statistically is not very good. There's nothing to really get excited about, but he's carved a niche here of winning football. Like, teams more confident on offense. They just are are click-a-licking with with this guy quarterback. Now, the Giants have been very good with Brian Dable this season. They are 8-3 and against the spread. But as as I said, I'm taking Washington. The Commandos, uh, they've been a bit of a wagon of late. The Commanders' defense ranked 8th overall in the the big season, but 2nd overall the last month. And they should be able to run the ball down the throats. I, they will be able to run the ball down the throats with of the Giants with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, Yin and Yang. They cross the Rubicon here. Also, the the big blue offensive line is battling a bunch of injuries and illness. They've got the creeping crud. Also, three starters: the right tackle, left guard, and center, all circled on the injury report. So good luck slowing down Montez Sweet and those other gladiators for the Washington football team. Final score, the team formerly known as the Redskins with all their baggage, 23, and the Giants, 17. The final is Danny Dimes going down here, a terrible record against the spread as a favorite. I know they're an underdog, but the Giants go down. The penny says, fuck Robinson and those ridiculously ugly big hats <laughs> going with the Giants. Do you see how much those things cost, by the way? Probably $80. Oh, you're close. $75 is the beginning price for those oversized. Oh, good guess. Yeah. The uglier things are, the more expensive they seem to be. I have never seen anyone wear one of those hats. Have you ever, like, randomly? There's people who wear hats all over L.A. where we are, millions and millions of people. I've never seen anyone in a hat like that. No, I don't think we're going to see that either. Because somebody might pose with it at their house as a joke. I don't think anybody would actually walk out in public wearing one. 
Well, they claim they've sold their sales went up two thousand percent, but that might mean they went from no sales to like half a sale. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that it that there's a ton of people buying it. Like if I had a TV show or something like that, I'd probably buy one because it'd be a good gag thing to wear. Exactly. But outside of that, I mean, gee, yeah, it is a that's a tough look. You imagine getting on a plane, having somebody. <laughs> how about if you're? How about if you're at a ball game? And the person in front of you's got the giant funny hat on. Jesus, especially your team, big old ram horns. You'd really look like a ram head. I mean, you you might have to slap them in the back of the head. You might have to to break their their head open. All right, next up, Cleveland, four and seven, and Houston one nine and one. Normally, we just skate over this game, but it's not your normal Houston Cleveland game. It's on CBS. Spiro Didis and Jay Feely. Have the call as Deshaun Watson goes into the scene of the crime, the Lions' den. The Browns opened a five-point favorite bet all the way up to seven, which I I don't get. The, the, the Browns are not a good team, and most people think this is free money. All you have to do is put a couple bucks down on Cleveland, and you'll get your money back over 80% of the action in favor of of the brown backer bandwagon uh, light rain in houston temperatures in the 70s at nrg stadium which is a dome so it doesn't matter the texans have dropped three straight against the spread the browns they they as a franchise are zero and seven against the spread against houston and if you really really want to dig deep here how about this stat the browns the last 15 games as a favorite the cleveland browns are two twelve and one, so I'm gonna cover my eyes. I'm gonna hold my nose here and bet on the jabronis from Houston. I'm taking the Texans. <laughs> I, I know I, you can laugh at me all you want. I, I don't. I, from a gambling standpoint, the smart play is on the Texans. Now I know they've gotten absolutely dusted the last couple of games, and Kyle Allen is terrible. I'm I'm counting on him improving (laughs) because otherwise forget about it. Last week, the Texans QB fumbled twice and tossed a pair of interceptions. Now he was able to recover the fumbles, but those kill drives. That's how you fall behind 30 to nothing to the dolphins and uh, Houston. They have really air mailed it in these last couple of games. And so do they have fight? This is a big game for the organization for ownership, for the fans of Houston, it's personal. It's personal with Deshaun Watson, the creepy quarterback. He hasn't played a regular season game in 700 days since January of 2021. Everyone said, oh, he's the beacon of light. I say he is the doom of darkness. Uh, and, And how rusty is he going to be having not played in that time, you got to think there's going to be a lot of rust. Now, Cleveland could just run the ball, uh, student body right, student body left with Chubb and the running game. But the Texans also should be able to run the ball against a subpar Cleveland defense. Damian Pierce is the one saving grace. He has to hit the ground running. I say he will. Houston is without one of their starting defensive backs and a linebacker dinged up on the injury report. The Browns are going to win this game. Deshaun's not going to play very well. The Texans are going to have the lead and shock some people early on. They'll give it up late. 
Browns 24 and the Texans 20. They'll cover that seven-point spread. And the penny loves a good cleaning, loves a good shine. Going with Cleveland. All right, Cleveland. It is next up for us. We head to the Windy City Sweet Home Chicago, the birthplace of the Blues, where Green Bay 4 and 8 takes on Chicago 3 and 9. Both these teams nibbling at the very bottom of the division. They're in a nip and tuck fight here. It's on Fox with Adam Amin and Mark Slayworth. They have the call. Packers open to two and a half point favorite. They're favored by four and a half. Most people betting on the Packers. Cloudy and 36 degrees at kickoff at Soldier Field. Now, we are handicapping every game against the spread. This game is rather impossible to handicap because of the injury report. The Packers have covered seven straight games against the Bears. But Green Bay, everyone thinks the Packers put them down as a favorite. No, No big deal. Uh, well, this will warm your heart if you're a Packer hater. Green Bay, their last seven games as a favorite, they are one in six against the spread, their last seven games. Now, where I come from, that's not good. So here's the way this is going to work. We're recording this right now. My pick on Benny versus the Penny, the Green Bay Packers. But remember, Aaron Rodgers got bad ribs. He's dinged up. He's going to start. Good stat-stuffing opportunity. The Bears' defense sucks. But at broadcast time, Justin Fields, the reason you can't really have a confident opinion on this game is Justin Fields' status is listed as questionable. His non-throwing shoulder is messed up. We would bet on Chicago at plus four and a half if we knew Justin Fields was going to play. But we don't know that. And we will not know that. We don't expect until much closer to the to the kickoff, although something may come down late Friday afternoon. But at this time, at the time we're doing this, there's no information out. Fields, he's got a bum shoulder. It's his non-throwing shoulder. He's been dinged up from all the running. So it is more likely than not that Trevor Simeon, who's also dinged up, or Tim Boyle, who, uh, that one of those guys end up starting this game for the Chicago Bears, who played the Packers back in week two and lost by 17 points in that game. And people go back and they're like, wow, you know, 17-point loss. What's going on with that? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and and the, the Bears were able to hang around in that game. Really, there, there was a couple of mistakes in the second quarter that flipped the game around. And they still had a chance to cover – in the fourth quarter, but it's the, the Bears offensively are a much better team now than they were in week two if Justin Fields is playing. So, again, we're assuming he's not going to play. Packers 23, Bears 17, the final as the Bears take one right to the kisser. All right, and the Penny Picks. Penny lands on tails again, going with the Packers. All right, let's get to the late television window now on Benny versus the Penny. Seattle, 6-5. and five. They've been tearing up the dance floor on Sundays. And the LA Rams at 3-8. and eight. It's on Fox with Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez. 
The Seahawks opened a three and a half point favorite. They are favored by seven and a half. And quite the stir around the NFL, what has happened to the once mighty LA Rams as they have fallen apart, coming apart at the seams and then some. Man, oh man, uh, Seattle, that big favorite here at SoFi Stadium. Light rain. It never rains in L.A. Light rain uh, projected in the forecast on Sunday at SoFi. I'm going to take the Rams. Why? I'm a glutton for punishment. The Seahawks, let me be clear, Danny, the Seahawks should win this game by 20. Everyone's betting on Seattle to win this game by 20. The Rams don't have Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Hegon, Allen Robinson, and more. The Rams are Hamlet without the Prince. But regardless of that, I I always say, Danny, I got to stick to my gambling principles. And, and over the years, I have come out ahead more times than not, even when it looks ridiculous to the unwashed masses and everyone goofs on me and they point at me like Nelson from The Simpsons and they say, ha, just like that. But I'm, I'm taking the Rams. And anytime you get a touchdown or more in a divisional game, you take the points. You don't ask questions. Now, Sean McVay's team has been the worst in football against the spread. They're like a Pop Warner team. Last week, I know they had Aaron Donald, but they, a bunch of guys out. They actually made plays in the red zone, and they it took a late field goal by some Huckleberry kicker for the Chiefs to cover the spread. So the Rams hung around last week. Seattle's defense is ranked 30th in the league. We saw your Raiders and Josh Jacobs have a field day. Unfortunately, the Rams are not dangerous at running the football. That is uh, that is not the uh, fruit of their labor. Uh, but adversities create create opportunities. There are guys on the Rams who, if they play well this week, will have a job in the NFL next year, possibly, just based on this game. So I love the scratch and claw approach and also think Seattle's starting to slip a little bit. So I will take. The Seahawks to win the game, but not cover the spread. Seahawks 23, Rams 16. They're going to need a Geno Smith interception and fumble to make that happen. And the penny loves how you talked yourself into that one. (laughs) Going with Seattle straight up. Yeah. Uh, This whole penny thing is sometimes it's therapy. It's my couch, my fainting couch. And, and I uh, try to shoot the lights out. All right. Uh, next up, Miami, 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 as they say, head west, young man. And so the Dolphins, that long roadie, as they traveled by stagecoach from uh, South Florida all the way out to the Bay Area, Santa Clara, the site, as the Dolphins 8-3, and three, 49ers 7-4, and four, as the Niners hotter than a pistol last couple of games. It's on Fox with Joe Davis and Daryl Moose Johnston. The Niners opened a four and a half point favorite. They are favored by four at, at this point. The the Dolphins getting a lot of the money here. Now, rainy, light, rainy, damp conditions at kickoff, temperatures in the 50s. And if you're living in Miami, you're used to temperatures in the 80s, so that's going to seem like it's in the 30s. At Levi's Stadium, the Dolphins have not been a good road team, although Tua Tungabailoa missed uh, several of those games. Dolphins are 1-3-1 and against the spread without 
their uh, their quarterback in most of those games. Miami also have a they have a winning record with Tua overall. Dolphins against the 49er team that had been so bad at home, but lately the last 10 games the 49ers are 7 and 3 against the spread. That being said, the pick is in and I'm going to take the Dolphins and here's why. Uh we we have the game within the game here. As I play Dr. Phil, the mental side of this, you've got Mike McDaniel, the protege, versus Kyle Shanahan, the coach. Miami's the right side for me. I like getting four points with the Dolphins. You're getting over a field goal, and the most likely outcome for this game is a field goal. And so if you get over a field goal, if the Niners win by a field goal, the Dolphins win the bet. Obviously, the Dolphins win straight up. It doesn't matter. You uh, win the win the game. I do not expect either one of these teams to blow the other to smithereens. The 49er defense has been great. They had a shutout last week. They will not have a shutout this week against the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, and company. Unlike the Saints, the Dolphins actually have a competent offense. And San Francisco's got some injuries piling up. Elijah Mitchell dinged up, out for the rest of the regular season. Also, Christian McCaffrey was on the injury report. No shock there. Debo Samuel has missed some time in practice and whatnot. Now, the Dolphins have their own problems as they are on the highway to hell. Their offensive line left tackle, Teron Armstead. Uh, He's dinged up on the injury report, and so that's a bad, bad sign. But nonetheless, I'm going to take the Dolphins, 23, and the Niners, 20, the final. And the penny says, be on the lookout for Cavino and Rich's mugs on TV as they'll be at this game, cheering on the Niners just like the penny here, landing on heads. Oh, okay. Now, are they going in the crowd or are they going to be media freeloaders? They paid for their tickets. In fact, that was a big topic on the show. They opted to get better seats and share a hotel room, and they got a lot of crap as two grown men sharing one room. Yeah, that's awkward. Are they just going by themselves? They're not bringing their significant others or anything like that? It's like a a guy's road trip because Rich is a big Niners fan. And Cavino's just going to put up with it, huh? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Okay. All right. And Taking one for the team, right? Taking one for the team. I got you. All right, next up. They like to cut corners with budget. (laughs) Oh, you got to do it, man. I'm sorry. No, I mean, they don't call (laughs) it being a cheapskate. Covino says it's balling on a budget. Uh, Wait till you hear the Saturday podcast. I got a lecture, Danny, because I'm such a tightwad. I got a lecture. And uh, I'll explain what I got a lecture about on the – on the Saturday podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Let's keep going here with this. The Chargers, the LA Chargers. Show me your lightning bolt at six and five, and the Las Vegas football team, four and seven on CBS with Greg Gumbel and Adam Archuleta. I got to know, where is Danny G on this? Chargers are a one-point favorite. They opened a three-point favorite. The Raiders aren't going to make the playoffs. Are you okay with them winning, or would you rather they lose? No, I like the little win streak they're on right now, Ben. If you were going to tank for a pick, then you should have lost those two close games. So might as well keep rolling right now. All right. You're in the the win column. And the, the Raiders actually come to... Los Angeles uh, coming up. Are you going to try to sneak in there? Is that possible? You Maybe. Yeah. That is possible. Yeah. If I find a good ticket. Yeah. You can take the great public transportation to Inglewood. Nothing that will happen to that. I save money on parking. <laughs> <laughs> you can, well, you can park on someone's lawn and then you come back and maybe see what's left of your car when you cozy up to that. Uh, but the, the Raiders have won their last two. They beat the Broncos. And the Seahawks following a three-game losing streak. So they win a couple of road games. Now they go back home. And the, the Raiders at home this season, uh, they are 2-2. Two and two. They're 2-5 two and five on the road, 2-2 two and two at home. And I'm going to take the Chargers. Most of the money is on the Raiders in this game, but I'll tell you why. I, I, I back the passing attack, Justin Herbert, will be able to matriculate the ball down the field. The blind spot on defense is the run defense. They're ranked 32nd. That's why many people think this is free money, that Josh Jacobs is unstoppable, and he's fifth among all running backs in yards per carry. And the the issue here, though, is that the Chargers got their guys back. They've gotten their guys back from injury. And when you look at the Chargers – depth chart when you handicap a game and you go through the depth chart you're like well who's healthy who's not healthy and pretty much every week you look at the chargers and it's all red it's all red ink 
on the smartphone or the laptop that you're looking at, you're like, oh, man, you got all these backup guys playing. And and I like backups to a point. I don't love me the backups. And I'm looking at this week, and and there are three guys dinged up on on the Chargers offense. Mike Williams, there's red on his name. Corey Lindsley, the center, is injured. And uh, Trey Pipkins, the, the right tackle also on the injury report. So the Chargers are going to be playing some rookies. They're going to be playing some backups. But I don't care. Justin Herbert, since he got some of his guys back on offense, he's got five touchdowns, one interception, passer rating of 111 the last two weeks against the Chiefs and the Cardinals. And the, and the, the Chargers, from a gambling standpoint, as a road team, for whatever reason, you can use your amateur psychology to explain why this is, but the Chargers are 4-2 and two against the spread on the road. They're just 2-3 and three at home this game in Sin City, Lost Wages, Nevada. Chargers 27 and the Raiders 24. And the Penny agreeing with you, going with the Chargers. All right, Chargers, it is. Next up, we get to the last game in the early television, or I think the late television window before the Sunday night game. That's Kansas City at Cincinnati, and it's on CBS. This is the big game for CBS. Time to make the donuts for Tony Romo and Jim Nance. They have the call there. Chiefs opened a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They are favored by one-and-a-half. Light rain, temperatures in the upper 30s at the former Paul Brown Stadium. Now, lately, the Chiefs have had to say uncle when they've been playing the Bengals. It has not gone well in, in recent games. The Chiefs overall have been a bad bet. Their last 10 games, they have a losing record, 3-6-1 and one against the spread. Chiefs are trying to cover consecutive regular season games for the first time since last December. They covered late on that Schmendrick's field goal against the Rams, barely covered that big line against the Rams. They're trying to cover another spread here. Here's a weird quirk. Andy Reid's a Hall of Fame coach, first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the teams that he has had issues with, certainly from a gambling standpoint, the Bengals. Andy Reid is 1-7 and seven against the spread, his last eight, versus... Cincy, like how do you explain that? I, I I know the last couple of years since he's had a good team, but before that, not so much. But Andy Reid has just not done well, as he he feels very little, uh, very very small uh, against the the Bengals. But I am going to take the Chiefs in this game. Very rarely do you get the rampaging Chiefs with this kind of line. Patrick Mahomes had some issues in the red zone last week. It's essentially a pick 'em game. It's a one and a half point line. Bengals are coming off an impressive win, a comeback. They really played well in the second half against the Titans last week. Now they crank things up against Kansas City. We trust this game will be close in the fourth quarter, like all of these games seem to be. No one's going to run out in front and, and hide, and that's it. Uh, Cincinnati, they've been really good at home, three and one. This season, but don't count the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. They're four and one on the road. I'm taking the Chiefs 
33, and the Bengals, 30, the final. And the penny lands on the Bungles. The Bungals, the pig. All right, next up, we head now to Jerry's World, where Sunday night football's got Indianapolis 4-7-1. The record of the Colts as they take on the Dallas Cowboys at 8-3. It's on NBC with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. They have the call as Indianapolis losers of five of their last six games. They were three, two, and one at one point, but they have fallen apart here, and they are the laughing stock of the NFL after what happened in the first half against Pittsburgh on Monday night as they could not do anything on offense. Matt Ryan had a passer rating of 14 at halftime, played one good quarter, in the third quarter, and then bungled the clock at the end of the game. The Cowboys opened a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. They're favored by 11, and I'm going to go against the public, which thinks this is all free money again, with Dallas going the other way. And I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts in this game as Dallas with that sexy record and all that. Uh, Indianapolis is not a good team, but uh, they, they've shown a little punchback when they've had a really bad performance. Most teams do that. Most teams don't have back-to-back stinkers. It's imperative that Jonathan Taylor get cooking early. If he's not cooking, if he doesn't have the ingredients in the kitchen, uh, the, the, the formula to hang around here is some long methodical drives. Hide Matt Ryan, who has gotten progressively worse. He's broken down as the games have gone on here. The, the three games that he's played here, he's looked worse and worse and worse here uh, for Indy, reaching rock bottom against the Steelers. But now you've got a Cowboy defense that you look at all the big names on the Cowboys, like, oh, man. But there is a bit of the creeping crud that is going around this time of the year. And so the the, the Dallas Cowboys, who's going to show up? And again, at the time we are doing this, at the time we are putting Benny versus the Penny together, the information we have, you should follow this all the way up. Be a good gambler. Follow this all the way up to the kickoff of the game on Sunday. And most bets are made right before games anyway. That's when most of the money comes in. The sharp money comes in early in the week. The, The casual money comes in later, but there's, Two starters on defense, uh, Jonathan Hankins and Anthony Barr, who both are circled in red on the injury report for the Cowboys. A couple of offensive players on the offensive line also. Some issues we're hearing. But you're getting double digits. It's a primetime game, a chance to get some credibility back for Jeff Saturday and the Colts in a glamour matchup against the Cowboys and this is also a lull in the schedule. You're not going to get up to play the Colts. They're not very good. And after this, you've got the Texans. So you're not going to get up for that. So Dallas knows they can be lethargic and win this game. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Keep an eye out for the backdoor cover, the late touchdown pass that nobody sees coming, that wins the bet. Cowboys 30 and the Colts 22, the final, which means Indy covers the, the bet. They seize them all. And the penny cheating off of your paper on this one. 
Going with Indy. Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I'm honored that you would try to cheat off my pay for Penny. I appreciate that. All right, next up, last game, last game on Benny versus the Penny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we have New Orleans at four and eight at Tampa Bay, five and six. It's on ESPN with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. They have the call. Some people saying that Aikman was aloof last week as he tried to describe the Indianapolis Colts and what they were doing on offense. He didn't seem to enjoy it. I don't know how much football you watched in Hawaii. The game started some really weird times there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's awkward. Yeah, like you got to be on the beach. You know, you know, like watching football when they're kicking off the games. On Monday, both Mondays, I was there. I wasn't sure if an NFL Network replay was on or if it was an actual Monday night football game. Because you're right, it's on in the daytime. Yeah, it's like four. Is it four o'clock in the afternoon or is it three o'clock? Three, three o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, how can we say across the pond for England, but we don't say across the pond in Hawaii? Shouldn't it be the same thing? It's just the Pacific pond. The Atlantic is the Eastern pond. I don't get it. Anyway. I never thought of that before. Thank you. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, Buccaneers, a four-point favorite. They opened at six and a half. Money's pretty even on this game. The Bucks let a game slip away last week in Cleveland. Clear skies, 72 degrees at kickoff at Raymond James Stadium and New Orleans. They have done very well head-to-head. They've covered each of the last four games in Tampa. And the Buccaneers finally got a cover in that game. They played at the beginning of the year, early in the season. That was, a, I believe, a Jameis Winston game for uh, for the Saints, uh, he, he's out, Andy Dalton in. And how embarrassing for New Orleans. I know the Niners are good defensively, but a professional football team should never be shut out. And if you go back and look at the first matchup with Jameis Winston, who's clearly in the penalty box for the New Orleans Saints and their coaching staff, for whatever that's worth, if you if you look at the way the game played out, going to the fourth quarter, the game was a 3-3 game. It was a 3-3 game going to the fourth quarter, and then all kinds of weird stuff happened. There was a Jameis Winston pick six, which extended the lead. There was a field goal. Brady did complete a big pass in that game. But Dennis Allen, who's not a good head coach, he has has figured out something with Tom Brady. And I'm I'm going with the New Orleans Saints in this game. Uh, Tom Brady's been very good at moving the ball between the 20s. They've not been good in the red zone. Tampa is 25th in the red zone scoring percentage. The red box. Uh, New Orleans, they've actually been better. They just don't have a lot of chances in the red zone. And a storm is a brewing if Tom Brady loses to Andy Dalton at home in this game. I'm not picking the Saints to win, but you're getting over a field goal. These teams are very, very even. And I'm going to take the Saints plus the points. Buccaneers 20 and the Nolan Saints. The Preachers 17. And the Penny says that Dennis Allen has the most punchable face in all of the NFL. Going with the Bucks. All right, the Bucks. it is. We'll get out of here on that. Don't forget, I think we're going to set download records for the Saturday podcast, the tomorrow's podcast. This is unbelievable. 
Harvey Levin, the people over at TMZ, they're going to be listening. Uh, everyone's going to want to hear the insider information. Radar Online, they will be monitoring the podcast. You name it, page six of the New York Post. This is one of the great celebrity radio weddings that we've had in some time. And we're the show that has all the coverage. I can't. How are we going to get all this information into one podcast? I, I don't know how we're going to do it. And let me just say this. The first week I was in Hawaii, Ben, there was a threesome involved on the trip. I'm not. Oh, saying, man. I'm not saying I was part of it. I'm not blowing the story yet. Well, you're going you're gonna to be like Teicher? I don't know if you heard. Teicher was telling sex stories on the podcast. Oh, no, week. I didn't hear about that. We, we went third rail with Teicher. Yeah, he was telling okay. like penthouse forum stories. But uh, anyway, all right, we'll get out. Anything remote, Danny? Wait, how many of those were true, though? Uh, who, uh, do you really want to know? I, there's no video, I don't think. I, I, God <laughs> only knows. Right? Uh, who knows? Uh, anyway. There are a bunch of hoes in anime, so some of that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, you think the wild ladies of anime. Uh, all right, we'll get out of here. Have a great rest of your day, and we will catch you on our Saturday fun in the podcast dojo. Later, skater. Bye, Felicia. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.